0: Good evening, everyone. I'd like to welcome you to our time of devotion and prayer. This is Wednesday, December the 16th. I hope that you and your family are staying healthy and doing well. Thank you so much for joining us for this virtual time of worship. And if this is your first time joining us, thank you for tuning in to be a part of this time of fellowship and worship together. I want to encourage you tonight, as I know this is a difficult season for so many, we have folks that are grieving, we have folks that are battling COVID, we have folks that are battling depression, we have folks that are battling addiction, folks that are struggling with financial issues or relationship issues or what Christmas is going to look like this year. It's a very challenging time for all of us. But I pray tonight that you would be encouraged. A little bit later, I'll give you some updates on what all's going on uh, within my family and and what's going on within our church family. But I felt led tonight to share out of the book of Isaiah, which many of you are familiar with. And it's a great passage Isaiah was prophesying over 700 years before the birth of Christ. And remember, this was a time of fear and distress for the people of Judah, God's people. There were enemy kings both in the northern kingdom of Israel and also with the king of Syria. And and these enemy kings were pressing in on King Ahaz, the king of Judah, And when Isaiah gave this word from God, it was to be an encouragement that if Ahaz would stay committed, devoted to God, that God would bring him and the people of God through this challenging time. The book of Isaiah really is a book of judgment, but it's also a book of salvation. It's comforting to know that when we sometimes disobey God, we do suffer and go through hardship many times that we brought on ourselves. Sometimes uh, it's just because of the sinful fallen world we live in, but then to know that God is always willing to forgive you and to forgive me and to comfort us and to give us hope and to have restoration in our relationship with him and But Isaiah gives these beautiful words prophesying about the coming of the Messiah. In Isaiah chapter 9, begin with verse 6. For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince, of peace. This is a beautiful passage. In this passage, it's prophesying about the coming of Jesus Christ, who would come into the world in the form of a tiny baby, and then would grow to be a person of authority, that all authority in heaven and on earth was given to Jesus, and the government would rest on his shoulders. And then, These names that were given, these were not going to be literal names that he would be called, but these are kingly names. It represents the essence of his character and of his majesty and of his glory. But I love this passage and I pray that it speaks to you and speaks to me. It said, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor. All throughout the scriptures and certainly in the New Testament with Jesus, we see the wisdom of God and we see Jesus who would baffle the religious leaders of the day and scholars. He would speak in parables that would be easy to understand for a child, but then it would sometimes baffle the religious leaders and they would marvel at the wisdom and who is this Man that he speaks in such a way, but we do have a wonderful counselor that we can go to. I love passages of scripture when Jesus says in matthew eleven twenty eight Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. First Peter chapter five verse eight says, Cast all your anxiety' upon the Lord because he cares for you. Proverbs chapter three, five, and six, and these are all familiar verses. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your path straight. Through our lives, we have sought out advice from people. I think about all the many times I've sought wisdom and wise counsel from my parents, my dad and my mom. And I can't think of a time where my parents ever gave me bad advice, but I've sought counsel from my older brothers. I've sought counsel from Christian teachers or pastors or youth ministers. I've sought counsel as a pastor from deacons. I think about Alma Hardy, who was a longtime deacon chair at our church who went to be with the Lord several years ago. But when I came to Fort Elkhorn to pastor, I'm very young and inexperienced, and I sought wisdom from so many people, but I can't tell you how many times I would go to my friend, Alma Hardy, and I would seek wise counsel. And Alma always would give me such great advice and wisdom. And I can name many of you uh, that are still parts of our church family that I've sought your wisdom, your prayers, your counsel. But we all need someone that we can talk to. And I pray tonight that if you're hurting and you're in distress, and you're in fear that you would go to the wonderful counselor. We will never be led astray by the wise counsel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It said, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God. Now, when we think about Mighty God, we think about the the power of God and his great might He created the heavens and the earth. He created humankind. He was able to divide the Red Sea. He he was able to bring water out of a rock and to rain down manna from heaven and, and bring quail down to feed the children of Israel as they were making their exodus from Egypt and Pharaoh's control and and look through all of the scriptures, we see the power of God to perform miracles, to heal diseases, to bring sight to the blind, and to bring healing to the lame, and and to bring uh, those that were uh, possessed by demons deliverance from their slavery and bondage, and certainly the release of sin and the conquering of sin through the death of Jesus on the cross, we think about this one who is mighty to save. One of our worship teams sings about he is mighty to save. We read in Acts chapter four, verse 12, salvation comes from no one else. There is no other name under heaven given to mankind whereby we must be saved and it's referring to Jesus, the name of Jesus. And Romans ten thirteen says, anyone and everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. We have a mighty God who is there for you and is here for me to help us when we feel defeated or we feel like our situation is overwhelming or we can't do this. We have the wise counsel and we have the power of a mighty God. And we saw Jesus through scriptures perform so many miracles and people had to understand that he was the Messiah, that he was sent from God to become flesh and to live and walk among us and to see the great love and power that God shows us. But not only did he said he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty Guide, but it goes on to say Everlasting Father. When we think about Everlasting Father, we think about a father who provides for and protects his children. And even if you had uh, no relationship with your earthly father, or maybe you had a bad relationship or currently have a bad relationship with your father, know that through Christ, we can have communion with our heavenly father, who is so much more. I think about my father, again, who recently went to be with the Lord. And I think about how he provided for my brothers and me, my family, and how he protected us. And I think about his Uh, tenderness, and teaching us, and showing us life lessons, and to help us so we would not suffer maybe from mistakes he had made, and he had learned from, and he was always looking out for us, and what was best for us, even though sometimes I didn't understand why I was being disciplined, or, or why he was so passionate about this or that, but We have an everlasting father, an eternal father that we can go to, and we know that he has our best interests at heart. We know that he will meet all of our needs, it says in Philippians 4.19, and he will meet all your needs according to his glorious riches in Christ Jesus. And so I want you to know tonight that if you are suffering, if you're discouraged if you feel defeated or if you have a long list of needs that we have an everlasting father who who knows what's best our our father knows what's best for us and we may not always get everything we want but he certainly gives us everything that we need to get through these challenging times but it said and he will be called wonderful counselor Mighty God, Everlasting Father, and the last kingly name is Prince of Peace. When I think about Jesus, Jesus always answered people with such grace and such wisdom, and Jesus would bring peace to an uneasy situation. I've shared with you on many occasions out of Mark's Gospel, chapter 4, when Jesus and his disciples had gotten on the boat to cross over the Sea of Galilee or Lake Gennesaret, and this unforeseen storm, this tempest, this squall came up on the sea, and, and there Jesus was asleep at the stern of the boat, showing his humanness. He was both human and divine, And as Jesus was asleep, his disciples were terrified. And we've shared this story many times. And and they thought Jesus didn't care. And his disciples went and said, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? And Jesus stood up and he said, Peace, quiet, be still. And immediately the winds died down and it was completely calm. And he looked at his disciples and he said, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And so we saw Jesus bring peace in the midst of a scary time, just as he brings peace to us during this scary time. also think about the passage we often share out of Philippians chapter 4, 6, and 7, when Paul wrote, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God and the peace of God that passes all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. So we know that he is the Prince of Peace, and we know that he wants us to have peace with him and peace with others. And until we get peace with God, we must have that a vertical peace before we'll ever experience horizontal peace with others. My prayer is tonight that if you have never made peace with God, that you would do that right now, that you might pray a simple prayer and you can use your own words to say, dear God, I confess that I'm a sinner. We all are, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God And we know that the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And I think about what Isaiah wrote that uh, for unto us a, a child is born. He was referring to Jesus who would come to save you and me for the son of man came to seek and to save what was lost. And tonight, if you confess your sin, And ask Christ to forgive you of your sin. He will forgive you and he will come into your heart. And all you have to do is trust in him and have faith in him. And no matter how royally you've messed up or how bad you've been or how many mistakes you've made, how many bridges you've burned, God will love you and accept you into his loving arms. And we must accept him into our hearts. But tonight also, if you've been watching and you're, you're a Christian, but yet you've felt overwhelmed, you've lost loved ones, as so many, we've, we've had five losses within our church family in a two-week period. In addition to my own father, we have lost four other faithful, active church members, that were active in Sunday school, active in coming to prayer meeting, active in worship. And so we've had many great losses that's taken its toll on so many, certainly on me and our church family. They're great losses. And we want to remember all these families. And maybe you're a Christian and you're just feeling overwhelmed and possibly questioning God and angry at God, and as I shared last week, that at least talk to him. You you might be angry with him. I, I had one of our sweet church members who's battling his own health issues said that he, he kind of got angry at God on my behalf, and I was humbled and honored, and I understood what he was saying just with everything that's going on right now within my family, and And I I thanked him and I said, you know, at least when we're angry, I was taught by prayer warrior many years ago that at least we're talking to him. Even when we've shaken our fist at God, at least we are talking to him. But the problem comes when we get angry or we don't express what we feel and we stop talking to him. So tonight, Don't stop talking to God. Even if you're angry or you're questioning, at least talk to him. At least have some open lines of communication. That's what I've seen in marriages before. When couples stop fighting and they just quit talking, it's like they've given up and their marriage is not worth fighting for and you've lost all emotion and passion. And so I I don't encourage you to fight. But I'm saying at least speak to one another and certainly speak to God because you feel like there's something left worth saving and worth talking about. And so my prayer is tonight that if you're a hurting Christian, that you would just call upon the Lord. He loves you and me very much. We don't understand everything that's going on, but God is still in control. He's still on his throne. He's the same Lord that Isaiah prophesied about and who would fulfill the word of God in this prophecy. And I pray that you would be encouraged tonight. And and before we pray, I want to give you just a, a few updates since many of you have reached out. And again, I want to just share my heartfelt appreciation and my family's appreciation for all your expressions of love and all the cords, and texts, and emails, and calls. We are blessed to be in such a loving church family. I can't thank you enough for the way you all have just rallied around me and my family during this challenging time. I just want to update you that uh, Kelly and I tested negative. Uh, last Thursday and so we're so grateful that we were able to leave quarantine and I've been able to be back at church working this week and was able to to do a funeral for the Winters family and so I'm grateful for that. I want to update you that my mom is home but uh, she is on oxygen until her oxygen level continues to improve and And ask that you would be in prayer for her as she is improving, but still has to get her strength back. I ask that you pray for my brother Tim tonight. My brother Tim is in the hospital at Baptist Health. Uh, He is on oxygen. They've given him some treatments. They gave him a plasma transfusion with antibodies in it. So I ask that you pray for Tim. It's, it's taken its toll on him more severely. Please pray for Tim as I'm making this uh, video tonight. Pray for his wife, Jenny, is on the way to the hospital. She tested positive for COVID, but her symptoms have gotten worse. And I ask that you pray for Jenny tonight as she is on her way to the hospital. Continue to pray for my brother, Terry, and his wife, Jan. They both, too, are battling COVID, and and as I'm making this video, Terry is on the way to the hospital with his wife, Jan, whose symptoms have gotten worse. Uh, My brother, Jerry, still is battling. He now has a touch of pneumonia, but he's home. Thankfully, his wife uh, Bridget is, hasn't gotten sick. Uh, my niece Bethany is out of quarantine and is doing better after having COVID, but it's only through God's grace that Kelly and I and my children have not gotten it. I pray that we don't. I know many of you have suffered from it, and before you would just hear of people that have COVID. Well, now, it's probably touched many of your families and many of your homes. And I ask that you just be in prayer for all of these families that are suffering uh, from this terrible virus. We feel like there's a light at the end of the tunnel and I know some are gonna be uh, starting to get the vaccine and I know there's an uneasiness about the safety of it and, and the side effects, but let's just pray that it will be effective and to be safe. But tonight, we just want to remember so many folks. We continue to pray for the the Hood family. We pray for the Jenkins family. We, we pray for the Winters family. We pray for the Sturgeon family in the recent passing of, of Don Sturgeon, who was such an active part of our Franklin County School System and the city of Frankfurt and just be with his family as they're suffering loss and continue to lift up my family. And again, so many who are suffering, grieving, battling this virus and pray for God's anointing and healing to be upon them. And if you're on our church email list, you'll be receiving a prayer list with many of these uh requests but just lift up all these and so many more we have church members that are waiting to get reports back after treatments and uh folks that are just struggling right now so let's lift them up tonight we'll go to the lord in prayer and then i have a couple of more updates and announcements and we'll close but let's go to the lord in prayer Father, thank you that you are faithful to us. I know that. You are with us. And Father, we know that uh, as you told your disciples in John 16, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart. I've overcome the world. And Lord, we know that we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And, And we know that Jesus, you overcame the world when you died on the cross and when you rose from the grave. And it gives us hope that we too one day will rise to walk in newness of life. We can do that through our professions of faith by trusting in you, And know that when we go under the waters of baptism, it's symbolic that the old is gone, the new has come, the old person is being buried. We rise to walk in newness of life and to give us the blessed assurance that one day when we die, we'll be uh, gathered once again with our loved ones who have gone on before us and to be with Jesus. And what a day that will be but Lord, I pray tonight for all these families that are grieving and all the people that are suffering from this COVID. And Lord, I I pray for my, all my family. And Lord, I, I don't mean to be selfish, but I'm praying for healing and my mom and my brother Tim who needs your divine touch and for Terry and Jan and, and Jerry and Bridget and their family. And Lord, for... Uh, so many right now for tim and jenny lord that you would bring healing to her and father i I pray for families that have been affected by this and, and that are struggling comfort them and heal them i pray in the strong name of jesus with your stripes may they be healed in every way and father i pray for others who are on our prayer list tonight that need your divine touch Would you anoint them, comfort, strengthen, deliver them from addiction and depression and loneliness? And Father, just help us to keep our eyes fixed upon Jesus because you are the author and perfecter of our faith. And you tell us in your word, and without faith, it is impossible to please you, but that anyone who comes to you must believe that you exist. And you reward those who earnestly seek you. And God, we're earnestly seeking you tonight and asking that you would just meet us right where we are. And Lord, as we approach Christmas, even though it looks very much different this year in so many ways, I pray that we would not lose sight of what Christmas is all about. Jesus is the reason for the season. And I pray in the midst of our suffering, in the midst of our pain and discouragement and feelings of being overwhelmed or depressed or anxious or afraid that, Father, we would find peace in Jesus and comfort knowing that you promised to always be with us. So, Father, we just thank you for your love. Continue to bless Forks of Elkhorn Baptist Church that we might continue to weather this storm. And I'm grateful for the faithfulness of your people, God, that have continued to watch online and have continued to give generously and to tithe faithfully and to continue to be encouraging to me and the staff. Thank you for them, God. We are blessed. And ask that we're going to come back from all this better and stronger and And Father, reaching more people than we've ever reached before through the strong name of Jesus and the power of your spirit. So Father, just be with us now as we close out and and pray your blessings upon each and everyone watching. May they know just how special they are and how loved they are in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. I wanna thank you so much for worshiping with us tonight. A couple of reminders that this Sunday we are having an in-person service, grateful we can get back to doing that. Our 8.30 service still has some spots available, but our 11 o'clock service as of right now is full, which I'm grateful, but I hope that if you wanna come to the in-person service, we're still taking reservations, we're requiring masks, we're doing everything we can to keep you safe, and it's still no guarantee. All of my family had on masks at my parents' home, but somehow, some way, the virus spread, and where it was uh, initially received, we do not know. But uh, So there's no guarantee, but we're doing everything we can to keep you safe uh, during this Christmas season, and we'll continue to do whatever we need to do until things get better and don't forget this sunday is also uh, our lottie moon christmas offering we normally do a walk to the manger the manger is out in the foyer and you will be able to place it there or you can send it in as many of you have already done but 100 percent of these proceeds go to support our international missionaries spreading the good news of jesus christ all over the world And so I hope that you would pray about what God would have you to give during this Christmas season, as you always are very faithful in giving to the Lottie Moon Christmas offering. So we hope you would pray about that and what God would have you to do. I want to remind you that we will not have prayer meeting next Wednesday night. Uh, We'll be back uh, the following Wednesday. But continue to pray for us as we navigate this difficult time. We're all doing our very best to minister during some uneasy times. And also wanted to share with you that in light of all my family's illness, uh, we're probably going to be postponing my dad's funeral service, which was supposed to be uh, the 21st. Uh, we're looking at possibly doing a celebration of life later on, but with everyone being sick, uh, we're probably not going to be able to do that, but we'll keep you posted as some of you have asked. and and uh, So thank you so much for viewing tonight. I also want to send out a very special happy anniversary to LT and Lois Herod. Uh, today is their 65th wedding anniversary, LT and Lois. We love you all. Happy anniversary to you and happy anniversary to any others that maybe are celebrating. We uh, pray God's blessings of good health, his strength and love upon you and your family. But don't forget how much God loves you and how much we love you. And we look forward to worshiping with you and seeing you again real soon. Have a great evening and God bless you.
1: My dad forgot to say that the Forks Pickers will be closing us out tonight with a beautiful song. God bless you and have a Merry Christmas.